I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello. And welcome to the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, aka Mobile Home Girl of AdventuresinMobileHomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 23rd episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to tune in to the last episode where I go over the importance of writing things down with good old pen and paper and what it can do for you as a mobile home investor. You can find it along with the show notes at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 22. And that is the number 22. Okay, so let's get started. So last week, I talked about how the small act of writing things down yourself using notebooks and journals can help you with your mobile home investing business, as it has for me. Again, By taking the time to write things down, it helps us to remember things and reflect on what has happened to us, both in our personal life as well as our business life. Don't neglect this small exercise because it could help you progress both in your life personally as well as a mobile home investor. But today, I want to get back to it and talk about something that people have asked me a lot about. In fact, this topic comes up so much that I figured doing an entire podcast episode about the subject would help. And that is how to wholesale mobile homes. Because I guess a lot of you out there are looking to build up cash first before you start buying and holding mobile homes for cash flow. So today, I'm going to dive in and talk about wholesaling mobile homes 
for this podcast episode. But before we move on, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Rachel here. Guess what? I've got a new project that I've been working on. And that is a new store exclusively on Amazon for notebooks, journals, planners, logbooks, and any other business-related books to help you become more productive as a real estate investor and a mobile home investor. And they're made especially for you. By a real estate investor, for real estate investors. In this day and age of technology, we still write things down and use good old pen and paper. And honestly, I've done this throughout my personal life as well as in my life as a real estate investor. And it's worked and has helped me to become more productive and successful. So if you're looking for some books to help you become more productive or looking for a gift for a friend or a family member, check it out. I've got you covered. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash store. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash store. Follow me there to get the latest updates on new book releases. I'll be releasing more books in the future. And let me know what you think. I hope you enjoy them as much as I like designing them. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first. Before I go into talking about wholesaling mobile homes, I want to let you know that this isn't my main method of investing in mobile homes. Yes, before I got started in mobile home investing, I started off as a bird dog and then a wholesaler for single-family homes. Though, for the mobile home investing business itself, I've primarily remained a buy-and-hold investor, buying mobile homes for cash flow. However, I do want to address this topic since there have been quite a few people interested in learning how to wholesale mobile homes to build up cash. So, here we are. As for myself, in the past, if there have been leads and opportunities that have come my way, I usually pass them on to other investors I know who invest in mobile homes. Mainly, these are homes that don't fit my criteria of normal homes I buy. Usually, these homes need more fix-up work 
than I'm willing to do. Or they're located in parks I don't do business in. Or want to do business in, for that matter. Most times, the investors I pass these leads to already have a working relationship with me. So the deal is that if they end up buying the home and doing a deal with the seller, they'd pay me a finder's fee or service fee, whatever you want to call it, for tax purposes. Regarding the amount, we negotiate this beforehand, and I leave it open just in case they find any issues with the deal where we have to adjust the fee. Though I never put these homes under contract as I don't intend to buy them. And that is one of the things about wholesaling. It's very important that you have the intention to buy know what you're getting into before you sign any documents with the seller because you never know what will happen, whether or not a deal may or may not fall through with whoever you intend to wholesale to. It's always important to have a contingency and backup plan just in case. I talk more about this in my book, Real Estate Investing Sucks, How to Find Your Niche and Dominate, if you're interested and want to learn more, which I'll link up here in the show notes. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about the difference between bird dogging and wholesaling. As I mentioned in episode one of this podcast titled Mobile Home Investing 101, I started off as a bird dog and then a wholesaler in my career as a real estate investor with single family homes. So let's define these words. Bird dog and wholesaling. What exactly is a bird dog and a wholesaler? What's the difference between them? Or is there a difference to begin with? And why would you want a bird dog or wholesale deals in the first place? Why not just start buying and holding mobile homes for cash flow? These are all good questions and relevant questions. So I'll first start off with the why. Why would you want to bird dog or wholesale mobile homes in the first place? Well, the answer is simple. To raise money to eventually buy and hold properties for cash flow. This was my plan when I first started out as a real estate investor 
and it worked. Moving on, let's talk about the difference between bird dogging and wholesaling. What's the difference in the first place? Okay, as a bird dog, you simply go out and look for leads and opportunities for other investors based on their buying criteria, which includes the price of what they want to pay for properties, how much fix-up work they want to do, the age of the homes, the locations of the homes, neighborhoods they want to buy in and won't buy in, etc., etc. So essentially, you'll be working with an investor or a list of investors called a buyer's list to help them look for deals. You do this if you have the time, but not the money when first starting out. Now, these investors that you work with will have the money, but not the time to go out and find deals. It's a win-win situation when done right. Now, as a bird dog, you simply just go out and gather information. Once you find a few leads and opportunities of homes to buy for the investors you work with, you simply just take the leads to them. Sure, you can talk to the seller and you may even want to inspect the homes yourself. But that's about it. You don't put anything under contract as a bird dog. You don't sign any paperwork. You simply just tell the seller that you'll have to talk to your quote-unquote partner to see if they're interested. Again, you want to take notes and write things down. Refer to the last episode where I talk about the importance of writing things down to help you remember things, both in your personal life as well as your business one. Writing things down will only help you as a new investor, just starting out. On the other hand, a wholesaler is different. As a wholesaler, you still work with an investor or a list of investors on your buyer's list. The only difference is that you put the home under contract with an intention to buy. This is very important because you don't want to mislead the seller. If you can put a deal together with the criteria of your buyers, the price you negotiate will be the difference between what your buyer or buyers are willing to pay for. The seller's price and your cut for putting the deal together. Now, this can be done two ways. 
you can put the home under contract with the seller and simply just assign your contract to your end buyer, which is the investor or investors you work with. You'll have to make sure you have the proper wording in your contract about being able to assign your interest should you desire. This shouldn't be a problem with the seller as long as you have a good, trusting relationship and you really do intend to buy the home should the deal fall apart. If the deal is that good, it should be a deal for you as well as your end buyer. Don't worry about the money. If it's a good deal and things fall through with your end buyer, you can always bring in someone else as a lender and or a partner in on the deal. Though, if it's really not a good deal and you only want to make money from it as a wholesaler, and believe me, you'll know what a good deal is, then it's best to stop there and not even get into this in the first place. There are way too many people calling themselves quote-unquote wholesalers and trying to offload junk to other investors, which really aren't deals in the first place. As a wholesaler, you just want to get in and out of the deal. Don't worry too much about what the other person will be making, aka the investor, as long as you get your cut and move on. Wholesaling is not about holding onto a piece of property and waiting for the best price you can get. Plus, you've got to close in a timely manner per your agreement with the seller. So keep that in mind. Regarding the paperwork, a lot of people just starting out get hung up on this. Some of my listeners and readers have even pointed out to me entire courses on wholesaling mobile homes. It's good to have that as a reference, but it's not necessary to be successful in this business. Wholesaling is wholesaling, whether it be with mobile homes, single-family homes, as I started out with, or apartment buildings. It really doesn't matter. As long as you understand the concept and your paperwork reflects the type of real estate asset class you're working with. It's as simple as that. But I will say this about wholesaling. It's not as easy as people make it out to be. It takes a lot of work, hard work, 
determination, patience, and lots of marketing. You've got to be an entrepreneur and learn marketing if you plan to be a successful wholesaler. As mentioned in episode two of this podcast, My Mobile Home Investing Journey, my background just so happens to be in sales and marketing. So going into wholesaling at the beginning of my real estate career in single family homes wasn't such a big deal or a challenge as compared to those without the experience. Plus, it's going to take time, lots of it. So be sure you're willing to put the time in to do the work as a wholesaler before you commit. I cannot stress this enough. And remember, whether you decide to bird dog or wholesale mobile homes to build up cash, Remember, it's very short-sighted. It takes a lot of work and energy to maintain the momentum as a wholesaler. Most I know, including myself, did it for a while to build up cash. And then we got out and did other things, like buying and holding real estate for cash flow. Don't let someone like a real estate guru convince you to make a full-time living wholesaling mobile homes or real estate, for that matter. Honestly, it's exhausting. You need to have some type of plan to eventually get out and start looking for properties to buy and hold if cash flow is your ultimate goal. And you want to be less involved in the business as wholesaling requires you to be in it day in and day out. Yes, you still have to be involved in your business as a buy and hold real estate investor, but you don't have to have the kind of crazy hours, especially as your portfolio grows, as compared to people who wholesale properties on a regular basis. There's a difference. Both require you to be in it, though one requires more work and time than the other, in my opinion. So if you're looking to build up cash right now, being a bird dog and or a wholesaler of mobile homes, it's a good start. This allows you to get to learn the market without taking as much risk. Just in case you missed it, I talk more about learning your market in episode five of this podcast, which I'll link up here in the show notes. Bird dogging and or wholesaling will also teach you about networking 
and building your team, which I talk more about in episode 11 of this podcast, which is good experience. Whether you've been in real estate for a while or if you're just starting out. Now, regarding how to put these deals together, it's pretty standard. Just like any deal you'd buy yourself. The only difference is that you'll be either assigning your interest in the deal to another investor or you'll be doing a double closing where you close with the seller first and then close again with the investor that you're working with. I've known people to do it both ways. As for myself, as a wholesaler, I've always assigned my interest in the deal to my end buyer, aka another investor. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Use whatever your preferred method is and what you're comfortable with. And if you're just starting out, you want to start out by bird dogging first and then work your way into wholesaling. This will give you an opportunity to learn the market, as I mentioned in episode five, and build your network, as I talked about in episode 11. Now, in order to start bird dogging, you'll have to find an investor or investors to work with. So where should you find them? Go back to episode 15 of this podcast, where I talk about how to find a mentor. The methods mentioned there will help you locate someone to work with versus random people you meet online or on Craigslist, because it's best to start out locally and go from there. This way, you'll have someone you can turn to when you're in a bind and you have questions. I talk more about how to work with a mentor in that episode, so go back and listen to it for reference if you plan a bird dog or wholesale and find deals for other investors. So there you have it. My take on how to wholesale mobile homes if you're just getting started as a mobile home investor. Again, don't get sold on the idea of wholesaling full-time for quick cash from a real estate guru you hear about online. Wholesaling takes time and a lot of work. It's not as easy as people make it out to be. A better option would be to start out by bird dogging and finding deals for other investors. This will get you comfortable with the market and the process of putting deals together. By working with other investors, 
you'll see firsthand how they negotiate and put their own deals together. And by all means, make sure whoever you decide to work with works with your personality and way of doing business and vice versa. Be sure you're both comfortable working with each other before moving forward. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, if you need help getting started, or if you have questions about bird dogging and or wholesaling, I do offer mentoring for those who need it. I'll put a link here in the show notes if you'd like to get in touch. So, what did you think? Did this episode help you as a mobile home investor? I hope so. If you've enjoyed the show and find value with it, please consider supporting the show. I've enjoyed this podcasting journey so far, and it's something that I've always wanted to do. I'll include a link in the show notes on how you can support me if you'd like to check it out. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes where I link up some of the resources mentioned here. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 23. And that is the number 23. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 23. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with family and friends. And be sure to subscribe. If you have some time, I'd love to hear your feedback a short Apple podcast review. Until next time, this is Rachel Hernandez, aka Mobile Home Girl of the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast, signing off. Thanks for tuning in.